I'm Crystal Craven, a singer, a songwriter, and a worship leader who's passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. Luke 7, 36-39 says, One of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went into the Pharisee's house and reclined to table. And behold, a woman of the city, who was a sinner, when she learned that he was reclining at table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of ointment, and standing behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears, and wiped them with the hair of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. There are several people involved in this situation, but this week we're going to take a closer look at the woman. This is, you know, all that we read about this woman in a few short verses. And so if we only went based on the description of others about her and not at all on her actions, the image of this woman is pretty bad. You know, a sinful woman of the city. Yet we do see her actions and this adoration of Jesus far outweighs the sins of her past. This woman of the city, or as it's thought to describe her sexual lewdness, had just steep opposition in coming to Jesus that day. I mean, she was a known sinner Her sins were known publicly, and this alone could have really prevented her from coming to Jesus. In order to get to Jesus, she had to enter the house of a Pharisee uninvited. She brought an ointment of alabaster flask that was undoubtedly of a high value to her, and she served Jesus by wiping his feet in which just cleansing feet alone would have been a servant's role. Yet she used her own tears and her hair, and she kissed and anointed his feet. On the outside, everything was against her, and yet she surrendered everything to serve and worship at the very feet of Jesus. She counted serving and worshiping him so valuable that she was willing to face her shame and her disgrace to do it. Here we just see this beautiful exchange, though. Even though Jesus hadn't died yet, we see the making of a beautiful exchange here. The very hair that this woman once used to adorn and lure in lovers into sexual immorality was now being used to humbly wipe the feet of her Lord with the tears of her repentance. She had nothing but sin weighing her down, and yet she came to Jesus humbly, with a brokenness. And in return, Jesus accepted her adoration and ended up forgiving her sins and sending her in peace. Now, it is important to note this woman is not Mary Magdalene. There's nothing that supports that. Um, But it is beautiful to see recorded in scripture that these two women were brought to such adoration of Jesus that they worshiped and honored him in this same way. Now, this kind of does beg the question, how do you honor Jesus? You know, we don't have Jesus physically here to anoint and fall at his feet. 
but we do have the very spirit of God dwelling within us and allowing us to enter in before him any time in any place. The very feet that were pierced and are now scarred rest as he's seated at the right hand of the Father. I love this quote by Spurgeon that says, It ought not to astonish you that there were two persons whose intense affection thus displayed itself. The astonishment should rather be that there were not two hundred who did so. For the anointing of the feet of an honored friend, loved as Jesus deserved to be, the marvel is that he was not oftener visited with these generous tokens of human love. So today, my friend, in your adoration and honor of Jesus, what token of love will you offer him who is your Savior, your Lord, and your best friend? For blogs, written devotionals, and originally written songs, visit crystalcravenmusic.com, and that's crystal with a K.